Hello patrons and welcome to another episode of A Universe of Stories. Today we will be speaking to Miss Linda Ackerman about the Cub Scouts. Good morning Miss Linda. Good morning. I'm so happy to have you with me this morning. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. All right we're gonna start off really simple okay? Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the Cub Scouts? Um, well, a little bit about myself. Basically, the most important thing about me is I'm the children's librarian at the Portland Public Library. And the way I got started in Cub Scouts, well, my son was a Cub Scout starting in first grade. At that time, that was the youngest she could be to join. And we lived in Ohio. We moved to Tennessee when he was in fifth grade, which would have been his last year as a Cub Scout. He was not very happy about leaving all his friends in Ohio and coming to Tennessee. And I want to keep his, his life as, as much as close to what it was before. So I signed him up for Cub Scouts so he could get his final year in and found out that Cub Scouts here in Portland wasn't a very good program at the time. They had no leader for him. So even though I'd never been a leader, I wanted him to have that last year in Cub Scouts. So I was the leader. Um, the people that had been there in previous years all dropped out during that year. At the end of the school year, we were down to me and one other leader, and he said he wasn't coming back. And I just couldn't walk away from this and let the program die. So I decided I would stay one more year and just help these new guys get started off to a good year, and then once they were good and going, I'd walk away. Right. Well, it's 24 years later, <laughs> and I'm still doing it. It's, it. There just doesn't seem to be a good time to walk away. So that's how I got involved in it. I think that's and, fantastic. And it, over the years, you know, I've just kind of filled in wherever it was necessary to, just to keep Cub Scouts going in Portland. You are a good woman for taking over that position and making sure that future generations have a Cub Scout troop to go to in Portland. Yes. That, it's a Cub Scout pack. Actually, oh. troop, troop is what you refer to as Boy Scouts are in troops. Mm. Cub Scouts are in a pack. Okay, so let's so let me go ahead. a pack of boys. <laughs> a pack of cubs. Yeah. So let me go ahead and ask, what is a Cub Scout? What is a Cub Scout? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a boy that wants to be part of the scouting um, organization. We now start as early as kindergarten with the boys. Um, Cub Scouts are now from kindergarten through fifth grade. Um, when you're in sixth grade, you move up to the Boy Scouts. Okay. So is that what you're looking for? It is what I'm looking for. So let's go okay. ahead and let's talk about the difference between Cub Scout and Boy Scout. Is it just the age group? Basically, well, well, yes, the age group. Um, but Cub Scouts do different types of activities than Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is really into camping and, and more the outdoor adventures. And, and the boys kind of, and Boy Scouts, they kind of lead the group and take over leadership. For Cub Scouts, because they're younger, they're not really ready to run an organization. It depends heavily on parent involvement. And everything we do as Cub Scouts is very family-oriented. It's not and, and I think a lot of people don't understand that when they sign their boys up for Cub Scouts. They think they're going to come, drop their boy off, and that's it. They're done with it. But we encourage the family to stay there at the meetings, to come to the monthly meetings, to just be involved. And everything is very, very family-oriented. 
Okay, so Cub Scouts, if you're looking for an organization to get involved in, you know, as a family, Cub Scouts would be good for you. It's a, yeah, it's a great one. Fantastic. Okay, so the Cub Scouts, do they have a motto? Because I know Boy Scouts do. Um, I think it's do your best. Do your best. Do, do my best. I think that's, I believe that's the motto. That's a good motto to have. Yeah. Do you think that is an appropriate motto for the age group, K through 5? Yeah, because we, we don't ask them to do anything perfectly. We just ask them to get in there and try to do the best that they can. And that's kind of an important thing to carry through all your life. You can't always be perfect, but you can do the best that you can. So that would be a way to kind of get them ready for life then, you know, yeah. because you want to instill those qualities in them at a young age and letting them know that as long as you're doing your best, you're trying your best, then that's all you need to worry about. You don't have yeah. to be the absolute best at anything. Just have fun with it. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about Cub Scouts and the tr their packs. How many cubs are usually in a pack? Uh, that just that really depends on where you're at and how involved the community is in it and how much community support there is. You can have small packs that have maybe 10, 15 boys. Um, the pack that I was in in Ohio, I think we had close to 200 boys. So, you know, it just kind of depends on, you know, it depends on the community. I think now, I think we have maybe about 75 boys when we started off this year. So even having that many boys in one pack, do they all get the same kind of interaction and um, opportunities? Okay, the, the way it works is um, your kindergartners, they're lions, and they meet, um, they meet three weeks out of the month, just their little group of, of first graders or kindergartners. Second grade, you're a tiger, or first grade, you're a tiger, and those boys meet three weeks out of the month just alone. So each age, each grade is meeting individually. Then once a month, we have a big meeting for everybody where they all get together. So, yeah, within each group, the boy, you know, the boys are working on different achievements and activities in their little weekly groups. Does that make any sense? It does make sense. So each okay. age group has their own title, um, Lion. It, we have, yeah, they just added Lions. This is the first year we've ever had kindergarten. <laughs> so we've got Lions and Tigers, Lions and Tigers, then Wolves and Bears, and fourth and fifth graders are Weebelows. Okay. Weebelows, fourth and fifth grade, that's a two-year program, although fourth graders meet by themselves and fifth graders meet by themselves. Okay, and so the activities that are, you know, each of these groups have are going to coincide with the age group and kind of what they're capable of or, you know. Yeah, and, and each group has a book with... Um, that explains the program and gives them activities to do and has little, what they earn now is belt loops that they put on their belt. So in their little weekly meetings, what they're kind of doing, the leader of that group is looking at, oh, we want to earn this belt loop, so the, we need to work on these activities during our meetings so that everybody can earn this belt loop. Okay, so I grew up thinking that everyone earned badges. So have they changed it to belt loops now? They, yeah, it used to be more of badges, and now it's belt loops. Um, although at the towards the end, uh, the boys are working all school year long towards getting their patch at the end for their rank. So you may be called a tiger, 
but you haven't officially earned that tiger patch until you've completed so many things in your book. Okay. So the goal is to, to earn that patch that you sew onto your uniform at the end of the school year. But it takes most of them pretty close to the whole school year to earn everything to get there. Oh, wow. So we do take boys in at any time of the year, too. So, you oh. know, sign-ups typically start at the beginning of the school year, and we get everybody in their little age-appropriate groups. But if somebody wants to join in January or February, there's no problem with that. They may not actually have enough time to earn that little patch, but they can still take part and have fun. Okay. So how do you, if, okay, let's imagine I am a youngster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do I join? <laughs> I could imagine that, yeah. Yes. How do I join the Cub Scouts? Um, well, if for in Middle Tennessee, you can contact the Middle Tennessee Council, which is in Nashville, um, or their website is MTC for Middle Tennessee Council, BSA, Boy Scouts of America, dot org. From there, you can find out who the local person is in your area. So for an, if you're living in Portland, Tennessee, you would get in contact with me and I would get you signed up. Okay. If you live in Hendersonville, they'll give you the person in Hendersonville that you need to contact to get you signed up. If you're living in Nashville, they'll point you to the person in your nearest area because there's lots of packs in Nashville area. Okay. All right. So what does a Cub Scout do? What are they involved with? Well, like I said, during their weekly meetings, they, you know, are trying to achieve these little achievements, earn their belt loops. Um, we do a lot. We have a monthly meeting where we all get together. That's just kind of, that's where we hand out the awards and recognize everybody. But we also do a lot of fun stuff then. Um, the boys also do some community stuff like picking up trash in the park. And, and, um, and Portland was sponsored by the Methodist Church, so we do things around the church to help them out too. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and ask, and this might be the same thing. How involved is your troop with the community that you serve? Just by, you know, is it going to be the same thing, like, you know, picking up yeah. trash? Yeah, and, yeah okay. so I sort of answered that. Okay. All right, so I'm going to ask, are there any special events or activities that are coming up? Um, well, let's see. Uh, well, yeah, kind of fun. I don't, know how, I don't know that there's too many packs that do this. Our May pack meeting, when all the boys get together, um, it's going to be a really fun event. It's called Cub Annapolis. And for that, we have the boys make themselves a car out of a cardboard box big enough that they can get inside of it. They can put handles on it to carry it around in it, or they can put straps on it so they wear it. And we get at the Methodist Church, we block off the parking lot and make it into a racetrack. <laughs> the boys um, have to wear tie shoes that day. Mm. And, and they get in their little boxes that they've decorated. How you know some some are really fabulous. We've had some really nice looking boxes. We've had some that were just a box that they carried around with them. So they're inside <laughs> their box. And we run two boys against each other. They run one lap and then they go over and sit down in what we call the pit stop. At the pit stop, they have their parents and we have like about three people over there helping. They have to take off their shoes turn their socks inside out, put them back on, retie the shoes. They wear little goggles that have to be wiped off, and they have to drink a little cup of water for fuel. And we time them in the pit stop, too. And then they run their last lap. 
and then we, we award winners based on their fastest race time, and we also give prizes to the fastest pit crew, whoever could get the kid out of there the fastest. So it's kind of a fun little event, and I don't think too many packs do that. Um, our pack meetings are the third Monday of the month. If anyone wants to come watch us do that in Portland, it'll be the third Monday of May. That sounds fantastic, honestly. Like, I would come to see that just because. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It, it, it really and you get Sometimes you get really slow runners, but that's okay. If they can do really fast in the pit stop, it's not a disaster. Right. Then you exactly. also get some really fast runners that just totally mess up in the pit stop, and they it messes up their time totally. <laughs> it sounds fun either way. <laughs> yeah, and and you know everybody just does their best, and and we usually give certificates to everybody at the end for you know having the most greenest car or the bluest car or whatever crazy thing I can think so that everybody goes home with a certificate if they didn't actually win an award. And that's important. I think that's a great idea. So everyone feels involved, like they've accomplished something. Yes. Because participation is important. Yes. Well, we, we don't, you know, give them a, we're not giving everybody a ribbon because we only give the ribbons and the stuff to the ones that actually did the best running the race and in the pit crew. But everybody gets something that says your car was appreciated and we like the way you did it. That's wonderful. All right, Miss Linda, because we are both librarians and we love books, do you have a favorite book that you can recommend to our readers or even a story you want to tell? Mm, I don't think I have a story I want to tell. And a favorite book is... That, it, that's that's a really hard one for a librarian. Oh, I know. That's why I asked it. <laughs> okay. Um, for kids, youngest kids, picture book age. When I was growing up, my favorite book was Go Dog Go. Mm. And it still ranks pretty high on my list. I personally <laughs> think I taught myself to read a little bit from that book because I knew it by heart. And, you know, I got to the point where I would point to the words as I said them by heart. And, and I can distinctly remember the day that I realized on a cover of another book it said dog, and it said go dog go on the book that, you know, that I knew by heart, and I realized that D-O-G, dog, was the same on both those books. And that was like my first snap at what reading was about. So I have to rate go dog go very high. Okay. But if you want a more modern picture book, I really like There's a Bird on Your Head by Mo Willems. He is a very good writer, and he's very popular. Yeah, and there is a bird on your head. Is I have read that to so many kids, and they all love it. Everybody just loves the book. It's just really cute. Of course, you know, I do it with a lot of expression and stuff, so maybe that makes a difference, too, that they like it. Mm-hmm. Um, for, like, slightly older kids, I would say my favorite book is um, Out of My Mind by Susan Draper. Hmm. And it's kind of a book that I kind of think most kids should read. It really makes you think about how you treat other people. Um, the concept of the book is the girl has, oh, what disease? disease oh, I can't remember what she's got, um, but she's in a wheelchair and really only has function of about two or three of her fingers on both hands. Oh, wow. So she just kind of lays there with her head slumped over and everybody assumes that inside that body she's just stupid because oh. she, she can't move. They eventually get her a computer that she can 
type, and they realize that she has remembered everything she's ever heard in her life, and she's really quite intelligent. And it just makes you think a little bit differently about the people that you see and about making assumptions about what that person's like. That sounds like a wonderful book. I, I really like that one. Okay. As an adult, The Stand by Stephen King is my favorite book. Oh, that is a very popular book. <laughs> we have a lot of readers here at the library that love that book. <laughs> All right, Miss Linda, thank you so much for talking with us this morning about the Cub Scouts. We've learned a lot about the Cub Scouts, even a little bit about Boy Scouts and kind of what they do. And if anyone's interested, please look into joining because it's a fantastic group. All right, well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for talking to me.